ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that Ball we up. do? And get a people! Get people! Get people what they want. What they want. Never know what you'll see when you see Jalen Rose. Apparently there's a hairdryer involved with today's grooming. But we start with some news from the NFL. We all know the story. Deshaun Watson's discipline was handed down by Judge Sue L. Robinson. Six-game suspension. The NFL appealed. Now the Roger Goodell has assigned someone to hear that appeal. When asked why he appealed, here is what he had to say. Because we've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. Uh, she reinforced the evidence uh, that there was uh, multiple violations here, and they were egregious. And it was predatory behavior. That's, those are things that we felt, um, we always felt were really important for us to address in a way that's responsible. Now, a couple things to add to this are there were 25 civil suits filed. The Judge Robinson only heard from four of the people that filed those suits. And she said that the NFL fulfilled the burden of proof. So basically found Watson guilty on all of the charges. There were basically three charges. Now, it was a six-game suspension because she said it was a non-violent behavior. And she also said it was predatory, just like Roger Goodell said. However, because of the quantity of allegations against him and because of the predatory behavior, I am in the rare position where I agree with the NFL. It should be a much longer suspension than six games. Mr. Rose, after hearing all of this, how do you feel? So this is a a, a really serious topic. And when the commissioner of the NFL is using terms like clear with the evidence and reinforce and egregious and predatorial behavior, like those are serious things for the commissioner of the league to say about a player, right? And so when you look back at how all of these dominoes have fallen, Jacoby, these circumstances and lawsuits didn't just start happening overnight. People got to remember and decompress that he sat out last year while they were trying to sort this out. He was also traded while this was being sorted out. He also got the largest guaranteed contract for an NFL quarterback while this was being sorted out. And as you mentioned, when you're going through this process, it feels a lot different when the club allows you to navigate a $1 million salary knowing that you're gonna get suspended. So when you take all of that into account, Jacoby, there's there's every level of complacency, there's every level of being complacent 
There's the team level, because remember, the Texans got sued also. There's the NFL level, and there's the Browns. Each of these entities allow all of these circumstances that I just mentioned to happen before he even got suspended. And so now when the suspension comes out, it seems retroactive in a lot of ways. You can say six games is or isn't enough, and all of us, well, many of us, agree that that's not enough based on the volume of allegations. But once the six-game suspension does happen, this is what I mean by being retroactive. It just seems odd that the NFL is now trying to do what it can to make it a longer suspension, where it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, they've always had the opportunity to suspend him, discipline him, and do it indefinitely. So when they didn't do that, and now that this ruling is down, uh, it, it just it just seems like it's retroactive and it seems like it's for happenstance. It seems like it's for public persona, not necessarily for effect. And so I believe starting this season, when you allow his salary to be $1 million, that means everybody's involved with the fact that we're going to make sure we cover his bread while he's being disciplined. And so if this discipline is six games, if this discipline is the entire season, fortunately for him, he has the fallback of the largest guaranteed contract in the history of quarterbacks. So all of this just seems odd to me in a lot of ways. There's a lot of like collusion involved, and I'm glad you mentioned the money because they structured his deal in a way in which he only gets paid $1 million. So you're telling me, that a quarterback signs the biggest deal in the history of the league for a quarterback, but only gets $1 million this season because it was structured in a way that they knew this was going to happen and they made it to protect him and his money. I do believe, and we will find out in time, that the appeal will be upheld and he will be suspended indefinitely, maybe for the entire season. And I think that is just personally based on everything that I've read about the allegations. However... We will see how this plays out. And the commissioner himself could have heard the appeal, but instead he picked the, the, the person who will hear the appeal. And something tells me that the person he picked will be in his favor. Let's move on to some training camp news, Mr. Rose. The New England Patriots have second-year quarterback Mac Jones, and he had a good first year. However, there's been some news out of training camp that the offense has not been performing that well. And let's not forget this. When you look at this tweet, offense looks broken, can't protect, losing one-on-ones, blitz is getting through, no run game, miscommunication on routes. Let's not forget that Mr. McDaniels is no longer the offensive coordinator, former Lions coach Matt Patricia, former Giants coach Joe Judge, (laughs) and Bill Belichick are all in charge of this offense that has been broken in training camp. Is there a reason for concern in Foxborough, Mr. Rose? I want to tell you a secret, family, and I love you very much. You look handsome today. Thank you. Bill Belichick, while is going to go down as the GOAT as it relates to not only being a coach, but a talent evaluator and a champion, when you look at his coaching tree, when they leave, they haven't had great success. 
Mm. And this is Josh McDaniels, in theory, I guess, third opportunity to be a head coach, depending on if you're judging Denver and the Colts and now this situation. And so when you say those names in reverse to me, somebody that's a Lions fan that was at Lions training camp yesterday, it makes me think of who's their offensive coordinator. Oh, wait, they didn't name one. Don't have one. They, they didn't name one. And so you know what else it makes me think of? How poor has their offense been since Tom Brady left? The Cam Newton years weren't great. The Cam Newton years were not great. So they've been one of the worst offenses since Tom Brady left. You would think that gentleman who's a GOAT would try to stabilize his situation for his young quarterback who's shown, as you mentioned, great promise. But when you look at who's running the football and the receiving core, Deion Sanders once said this, and I and I and it applies to this situation. It's like Mac Jones couldn't get arrested at an airport with them weapons. <laughs> and, 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 and now you're not gonna give me a coordinator? It's almost like you're doing it by committee. And I hope that the Patriots D is one of the best in the NFL. Now Needs we know be. Bill Belichick whether it's with the Giants, whether it's with the Patriots, an elite mind, and is going to make sure that the defense is flying around. So we shouldn't, in theory, be surprised that the defense is being dominant. However, when you look at the landscape of the AFC and you talk about the development of Mac Jones, they're going to need him to take a big step if they're going to make the playoffs this year. I don't believe that this is a playoff team, Jacoby. So absolutely it's time to officially worry. If they it lose is. Tom Brady and become one of the worst offenses, and Tom Brady goes to the Bucs and wins the Super Bowl, and now all of a sudden Tom Brady should have won MVP last year. He's led the NBA NFL in all of the top passing categories last season. And so now this one of the worst offenses since he left, now stumbling into the season, absolutely it's time to worry about the Patriots offense. It certainly is also because they are in the same division as my Buffalo Bills. And I've got some great video from Buffalo Bills training camp. Backup quarterback Case Keenum went undercover and asked his teammates for autographs and the results are hilarious. Case Keenum here. I'm gonna see today how many autographs I can get from my teammates. Let's go Bills. Hey Isaiah man, can I get your autograph man? I've been a big fan of yours, man. Ever since you was in college, man. <laughs> Will you do it one more time for me, man? It's kind of hard to read. Is this case? <laughs> Good look out there, man. I'm about to get kicked out of here. Okay, this 2019 one still works? No, that doesn't work. It doesn't work? What are you doing? Here? I'm trying to get autographs, sir. Hey, you're my favorite player, man. You're my favorite player, man. I love you, John. <laughs> <laughs> His teammates didn't even recognize him, and he's the backup quarterback on the team. I love this so much as a pseudo Bills fan, a die easy Bills fan. This just shows me how tight they are. They're definitely going to win the AFC East. No Shout question. to our Griselda family. We definitely going back to Buffalo a couple of times this year and represent for Bills Mafia. Hopefully, my brother Jacoby, who 
adopted the Bills as his squad, and he doesn't do that often. He's a die easy. He even broke a table in Buffalo. I even ate some of the soup from the locals at 11 in the morning, and we had Great beverages. Soup. We Great can't soup. wait to get back to Buffalo. But I got to say something. Come on, what? security. Like, what? The security is trying to, like, like, dog, can I live? Like, you clearly see that I'm on the team. You see these cameras are following me. You saw me put the hat on, you should have. You saw me put the glasses on, you should have. Why are you trying to get me um, ejected from signing, getting my autograph signed? That's one. Two, normally the backup quarterback is the most popular guy in town. Except if Josh Allen is the starting quarterback. Not in Buffalo. <laughs> Not when you got Josh except, Allen. <laughs> except if Josh Allen is the starting quarterback. So, therefore, he's allowed to now go undercover because they have an elite starting quarterback. Absolutely. I can't wait until the Bills are in the Super Bowl, and I can't wait to get back to Buffalo. I can't wait to break tables. I can't wait to tailgate in Buffalo. I'm definitely going to do that this season with or without you, Mr. Rose. Now, <laughs> will the Brooklyn Nets be with or without Kevin Durant? That is the question that we will address right after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Coming to you live from the Seaport, New York City, and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, the last we heard about the Kevin Durant saga was him and Joe Sy met in London. And Kevin Durant said, you're either going to have me play on your team, but you're going to have to fire your coach and your general manager. <laughs> Wild ultimatum presented by Kevin Durant. What happens next? Where do we go from here with KD and the Nets? Remember the two versions of this same song? I got the power. I think Snap was one. I forget who was the other group. But I love the verse and the bars from the artist who dropped lyrics on that song. Here's what I'll say about the Easy Money Sniper. As I see him turn over both shoulders and shoot with one leg, as I see those arms are so long that he can scratch his knees, it reminds me that I'm not trading him. That's all this. Like, you just show. Okay, but you're not training. But are you going to fire the head coach and the GM at his request? Well, this is what we need to discuss, um, Mr. Easy Money Sniper, because you welcome the addition of Steve Nash as the head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I made a lot of moves 
and I assumed that they were working in concert with the wishes of one Kevin Durant. And I and, and you can now determine he clearly appreciated those moves that were being made because he signed a long-term deal. So the circumstance this season, and it was a it was a it was a terrible season for everybody with the Nets. Anytime yep. you see one of their young players at Summer League be asked about Steve Nash, he's like, ah, you know, like it was a bad season. So bad that they're the only team that didn't win a playoff game. The only one. And the team that eliminated them in the playoffs went to the finals. And now Kevin Durant is possibly in conversations to be traded to that team. Have we seen this movie before? When he lost with OKC and joined the Golden State Warriors. So if I'm the Nets, I hope to have a healthy Ben Simmons, a healthy Kyrie Irving, who now can play on the East Coast based on the vaccine rules, and a long-term deal with Kevin Durant. So no, I'm not gonna fire Sean Marks, who clearly has done an excellent job he got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Ben Simmons all to come to exactly. play for the Nets. That means he's doing an excellent job. So you're not going to fire him. He got Kevin Durant to sign a long-term deal in his mid-30s. He's doing a great job. And so based on all of the factors that I just said, I'm not firing the coach. I'm not getting rid of the GM. But here's what I will say. One of the biggest differences this season, as I look back in the rearview mirror and my 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 snorkels that just look so glorious. <laughs> I should look in the mirror more often. No <laughs> doubt. The difference between the Nets and the Celtics were the hiring of their head coaches. What Emei Udoka brought to the team, his ability to not only navigate X's and O's but also to develop and nurture young players and also be able to challenge his team versus Steve Nash, who seemed not to be able to do that. And look no further than the play where James Harden allows the ball to go in the backcourt at Detroit. Doesn't even consider bending over to pick up the ball. I believe Sadiq Bey runs 50 feet, picks up the ball, and go dunks it. I literally watched to see if somebody was going to say something to James Harden. Nobody said a word to him. And so that said a lot to me. That spoke volumes to me. So I don't think by any means, like, as a coach, you're hired to be fired. But I do believe this season for Steve Nash is going to be a make-or-break year. And it's going to be really important for them to get off to a great start, knowing that Kevin Durant has made this trade request. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Something tells me that Kevin Durant will stay on the roster and Steve Nash will be the head coach and Sean Marks will continue to be the general manager. Jalen, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but um, the NFL franchise from your home city of Detroit is on Hard Knocks. And they have a young edge rusher that played at the University of Michigan named Aiden Hutchinson, and he performed Billie Jean. And what started kind of cringy and awkward really <laughs> ended with a flourish with the entire team getting involved when he hit the chorus, Mr. Rose. Watching Hard Knocks, 
It's hard to imagine this team loses a game this season, right? We already looked at the schedule, Jacoby. I know, we did. And in 60-plus years of Lions football, just ignore everything y'all saw in the past. This is a new day. Look over my shoulder, Jacoby. It's the pride of Detroit. It's a Lions helmet. Roar! And my guy right there, number 16. He's too good to just be golf. Jared Montana under center got weapons on the out. We got speed now. We got Hawkinson, who's going to be a pro bowler, all pro at tight end. We got Dan Campbell, who's motivating and inspiring our squad. We're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap Watch out, Aaron Rodgers. Watch out, Aaron Rodgers. That's oh, all yeah. I got to say this year. So absolutely, I'm excited about our pass rusher, Aiden Hutchinson, singing Billy G. I like his little, little move, too, this little arm swing that he did. He got the whole team involved. I believe in the Lions this year. And you know what? I do I do know why you call him Jared Montana, because you never want your quarterback to have the word off in his last name. You know what I mean? You never want to have off in the last name of your starting quarterback. So I will also refer to him as Jared Montana. And the Lions will not go undefeated because they'll have to rest their star players in week 18 when they face the Packers when they have the division already sewn up. Can't wait for that. I also can't wait to discuss more with you, Mr. Rose, after this very short break. Look at this doubleheader on ABC Sunday. All the action starts at 1 p.m. Make sure you tune in. The WNBA action on ABC. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. Every day in this program, what do we do? We acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained now 174 days. And when I see the pictures and the images, they just are heartbreaking. So we here at our show, we're just going to lend our voice and our support and try to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this clip that we're about to show. Rodolfo Castro is sliding into third base, and his (laughs) phone pops out of his back pocket. Mr. Rose, carrying a phone while you're playing baseball, soft move or boss move? This is a soft move. And let me just tell you this. If I was a coach, I would be really upset with him. Really? Because, absolutely, dog. Like, to, to me, like, you got to separate church and state. And, like, you're running the bases, you're playing for your team. At some point, you got to put the phone down and focus on what we're doing. So I believe not only is his teammates going to joke with him about it, I wouldn't be surprised if the manager or the skipper says something to him about it in a disciplinary fashion. Jalen Rose, we've had a great summer here on Jalen and Jacoby. Just look at the guests that we've had. Good times. These are the good times, and we're just getting started. We're just getting started. That's what you call giving the people what they want. We on the world tour. We're about to have the best football coverage, NBA coverage, and make sure you check us out tomorrow and every day. Jalen and Jacoby, love. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. 
The epic saga of war, passion, and power. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, there's something I need to talk to you about that would never let us talk about on television. What's Neo that, went brother? on Drink Champs, and he told a story that he saw Ice T at a party, and Neo asked Ice T. He said, "I've always wanted to grab your wife Coco's booty," and Ice T said, "Sure, no problem." Went over and got Coco, <laughs> brought her over, and then Neo got a big. Handful of Coco's booty, and they all went their separate ways. Appropriately, Nori assessed the situation and said, "I don't know who's more gangster, you, Ice T, or Coco." Now I know how you respect the sanctity of marriage. You don't even look at Beyonce because you respect her husband and her marriage so much. So my question for you, Mr. Rose. How do you、oh, feel about Neo's request, Ice T asking his wife, and his wife fulfilling the request with the booty grab? I'm in love with the Coco. I got it for the Lolo. So, I, I I'm in Miami right now. Good for you. And I might do Drink Champs actually today. Oh no! Be careful. I'm always where you. We got no dog. No, 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 no. And so, if it don't happen today, it'll happen probably within the next week or two. Oh no! And I just want to do it on a day where I could chill the rest of the day. I don't have to <laughs>、oh, no. work. I don't have to be on TV. You know what I mean? And just so you know, I'm not gonna overindulge. I'm not gonna embarrass my brother. I'm not gonna、Please、be、don't. slurring. Please don't. I'm not don't. gonna do that. No, sir. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna be articulate. I'm gonna have a fresh cut. I'm gonna be crisp. But let me talk about Neo, who I just interviewed on the Renaissance Man podcast. Love the Renaissance Man. Comes out every Thursday. Thank you, family. Yes, sir. And I had a conversation with my brother. Didn't realize that he and his wife were kind of going their separate ways. Allegedly, he、um, had a baby outside of their marriage, and、Whoops. they're going their separate ways. And When I saw this clip on Drink Champs, because you know I see everything Breakfast Club, Drink Champs, like shout out to Angela Yee, shout out to Angela Yee, our own show. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know we're here for the pulse and the culture. And if you've watched Jalen and Jacoby, we've always mirrored shows like The Breakfast Club. When you see us every day, the guest list, the topics that we use. That's why we're the only Monday through Friday show that could put a T-shirt up there, pop the trunk tour, because we're doing something that's unique. And so, let's talk about atmosphere. I would be interested to know where they were when this was. It was a party. Was it was a party atmosphere. So it was. A, it was an event. It wasn't just like they're at the apartment. Got you. And so they were festive. Yes. They were having fun. And I think each of those people acted on brand. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Everybody acted on brand. So for Neil, in interviewing him, he grew up in a house full of women. He's wrote some of the greatest songs for Beyonce, Rihanna. 
He got Neo's that organic got a catalog. Like, if you're listening to this podcast Preach. and you don't know how deep Neo's catalog is, whether it's his song that he's singing or a song that he wrote for somebody, like, he kills it. Listen to Back Like That with Neo and Ghostface. <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs I've ever heard. Back Like That with Neo and Ghostface. If you've never heard it, go push pause in the podcast and find that song wherever you stream and listen to that right now. Classic. You, re- you ready for this? You... There are things I could do to make you love me more. And let me tell Impossible. you something I'm going to do to make you happy. I'm going to get Ghostface Killer on this show. I love Actually, Ghostface so much. You know what I mean? That'll make you happy to have I'm Shay so, Shayla Ghost so on the happy. show, right? You so would love happy. that, right? Love Got Ghostface it. so much. Got you. Legend. And so, Neo, as you acknowledged, the R&B crooner, the multi-talented, versatile artist and writer... He would be fantasizing about somebody as beautiful as Coco, right? As flamboyant as Coco. And Ice-T and her relationship, if you know anything about Ice-T, I remember when Six in the Morning came out. Okay. I remember when Colors, the movie, came out. Okay. And let me tell you something. Ice-T is the original gangster rapper. And for those that don't know, I'm going to tell you who Ice-T says he got his style from. Y'all getting some game today. Who's like, that? Hey, man. I, hey, man. I need to have more zeros in my account after this show. Like, this, this is like M-O-U. game. Schooly D. Oh. Looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. And Saturday night. Like that, that those are the songs that Ice T got his cadence for six in the morning. So he's Amazing. a legend, and I remember whether it's fashion, gangster. How about Ice T's hair? That was a legendary thing in itself. And how about his first album cover? You remember so, the oh, first album? Do Ice-T I remember album the first cover? album cover? Of course, on the front. I like the back much more than the front. And if you know, you know. I like the back of the album cover much more than the front because the back like of the album Jacoby cover just said, had, had some, some cheeks. Like Jacoby just said, I want you also to press pause on the pod and I want you to Google Ice-T's first album cover. And that, that, that legend... Continues to be, by the way, but here's something else, Jacoby. No, Jalen, they're going to kick me out of the uh, studio. We got a minute okay, left. But okay, you started gotcha. the pot exclusive by saying you have a Darrell Revis topic. Yes, I do. Um, two of them. Right now, I'm in Miami. My youngest daughter, Gracie, is taking an unofficial visit. And for anybody that knows me, knows I bleed maize and blue and ride with the you. So I'm just going to. I don't know if she's going to commit. I don't know if they're going to offer. I don't know if she's going to end up playing for the U. But I'll just tell y'all this. If my daughter signed with the U and play volleyball here, I'm going to be unbearable. Y'all, like, if, <laughs> they're going like, to kick you out. They're going to kick you like, out the chip. If you think I'm doing that. too much of my hair and glasses and my fashion now, if my daughter plays volleyball for the U, I'm telling y'all right now, get ready. That's one. Two, 
I know we got 30 seconds. Look up in the uh, rafters. Tell me the words that are retired. We got to go. We'll get into that tomorrow. We'll get into that tomorrow. Wait. I we can't wait. We appreciate the love we'll and the support. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Anthony? We're Rose. not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.